Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer for Friday, the 21st of August. The website has got all the normal bits and pieces on the latest resources and podcasts. Still in the week beginning the 16th of August, uh, all the recordings from Sunday uh, on the What's On is the invitations. It won't be too long before we have the 10 o'clock service on Sunday. I think it's just the one service on the, the Sunday, which will be the blended service uh, for those in church and for those still on Zoom. And uh, But of course, the big event over the weekend uh, on Saturday, the four o'clock wedding of Anna and Martin, uh, the YouTube feed will be switched on shortly before the service and there'll be details of how to tune in or watch it later. It'll be available for about two days. The church is open for private prayer uh, today. Um, probably early, but there is, uh, it won't be, I think there's a couple of bookings in. I think there's one later in the morning. So, um, 11 o'clock. It's yeah, 10, 10 till 12. 12, I think. About 10 yeah. till 12, it's not. And I, I think there's um, Jim's doing some music in the afternoon, but they're, they, they're not going to worry. About no, they're not going to worry about visitors. So, uh, um, That's Jim doing some, um, you know, like uh, stuff with Rod, like the bell song. Yeah. Like so if you're coming to church tomorrow for private prayer, just avoid 10 till 12, but at other times, business as usual. I think that's it. Yeah, I'll get the invites out on the website later tonight or first thing Saturday morning for the 10 o'clock. Yeah, good. So uh, we are apart, but together in worship on this Friday morning. As we pray and give thanks for the gift of this new day. O Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving and be glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth and the heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his, for he made it and his hands have moulded the dry land. Come, let us worship and bow down and kneel before the Lord our maker. For he is our God. We are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Glory, Glory to, to the, the Father, Father and, and to, to the Son, and, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now and shall be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. And so as we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Our psalm is Psalm 55. Cast your burden upon the Lord, and he will sustain you. Hear my prayer, O God. Hide not yourself from my petition. Give heed to me and answer me. I am restless in my complaining. I am alarmed at the voice of the enemy and at the clamour of the wicked. 
they would bring down evil upon me, and are set against me in fury. My heart is disquieted within me, and the terrors of death has fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and a horrible dread has overwhelmed me. And I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then would I fly away and be at rest. Then would I flee far away and make my lodging in the wilderness. I would make haste to escape from the stormy wind and tempest. Confuse their tongues, O Lord, and divide them. For I have seen violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go about on her walls. Mischief and trouble are in her midst. Wickedness walks in her streets. Oppression and guile never leave her squares. For it was not an open enemy that reviled me. But then I could have borne it. Nor was it my adversary that puffed himself up against me. For then I would have hid myself from him. But it was even you, one like myself, my companion and my own familiar friend. We took sweet counsel together. We walked with the multitude in the house of God. Let death come suddenly upon them. Let them go down alive to the pit, for wickedness inhabits their dwellings, their very hearts. As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord will deliver me. In the evening and morning and at noonday, I will pray and make my supplication and he shall hear my voice. He shall redeem my soul in peace from the battle waged against me, for many have come upon me. God, who is enthroned of old, will hear and bring them down. They will not repent, for they have no fear of God. My companion stretched out his hands against his friend and has broken his covenant. His speech was softer than butter, though war was in his heart. His words were smoother than oil, yet are they naked swords. Cast your burden upon the Lord, and he will sustain you and will not let the righteous fall forever. But those that are bloodthirsty and deceitful, O God, you will bring down to the pit of destruction. They shall not live out half their days, but my trust shall be in you, O Lord. Cast your burden upon the Lord, and he will sustain you. Lord, in all times of fear and of dread, grant that we may so cast our burdens upon you, that you may bear us on the holy wings of the Spirit to the stronghold of your peace, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. 
Amen. So we have two Samuel one. Is it going to be cheerier than last night's? I think so. It, it turns a bit now. Okay. After the death of Saul, when David had returned from defeating the Amalekites, David remained two days in Ziklag. On the third day, a man came from Saul's camp with his clothes torn and dirt on his head. When he came to David, he fell to the ground and did obeisance. David said to him, where have you come from? He said to him, I have escaped from the camp of Israel. David said to him, how did things go? Tell me. He answered, the army fled from the battle, but also many of the army fell and died, and Saul and his son Jonathan also died. Then David asked the young man who was reporting to him, how do you know that Saul and his son Jonathan died? The young man reporting to him said, I happened to be on Mount Gilboa, and there was Saul leaning on his spear while the chariots and the horsemen drew close to him. When he looked behind him, he saw me and called to me. I answered, Here, sir. And he said to me, Who are you? I answered him, I am an Amalekite. He said to me, Come, stand over me and kill me, for convulsions have seized me, and yet my life still lingers. So I stood over him and killed him, for I knew that he could not live after he had fallen. I took the crown that was on his head and the armlet that was on his arm, and I have brought them here to my Lord. Then David took hold of his clothes and tore them, and all the men who were with him did the same. They mourned and they wept and they fasted until evening for Saul and his son Jonathan and for the army of the Lord and for the house of Israel because they had fallen by the sword. David said to the young man who had reported to him, where did you come from? He answered, I am the son of a resident alien, an Amalekite. David said to him, were you not afraid to lift your hand to destroy the Lord's anointed? Then David called one of the young men and said, come here and strike him down. So he struck him down and he died. David said to him, your blood be on your head for your own mouth has testified against you saying, I have killed the Lord's anointed. David intoned this lamentation over Saul and his son Jonathan. He ordered that the song of the bow be taught to the people of Judah. It is written in the book of Jashar, he said. Your glory, O Israel, lies slain upon your high places. How the mighty have fallen. Tell it not in Gath, proclaim it not in the streets of Ashkelon, or the daughters of the Philistines will rejoice. The daughters of the uncircumcised will exult. You mountains of Gilboa, let there be no dew or rain upon you, nor bounteous fields. For there the shield of the mighty was defiled, the shield of Saul anointed with oil no more. From the blood of the slain, from the fat of the mighty, the bow of Jonathan did not turn back, nor the sword of Saul return empty. Saul and Jonathan, beloved and lovely, 
In life and in death, they were not divided. They were swifter than eagles. They were stronger than lions. O daughters of Israel, weep over Saul, who clothed you with crimson in luxury, who put ornaments of gold on your apparel. How the mighty have fallen in the midst of the battle. Jonathan lies slain upon your high places. I am distressed for you, my brother Jonathan. Greatly beloved were you to me. Your love to me was wonderful, passing the love of women. How the mighty have fallen and the weapons of war perished. It will cheer up. I hope so. It gets sadder and sadder every night. Raise us up, O God, that we may live in your presence. Come, let us return to the Lord, who has torn us and will heal us. God has stricken us and will bind up our wounds. After two days, he will revive us. And on the third day, he will raise us up, that we may live in his presence. Let us strive to know the Lord. His appearing is as sure as the sunrise. He will come to us like the showers, like the spring rains that water the earth. O oh, Ephraim, how shall I deal with you? How shall I deal with you, O oh, Judah? Your you, love for sorry. Your love for me is like the morning mist, like the dew that goes early away. Therefore, I have hewn them by the prophets, and my judgment goes forth as the light. For loyalty is my desire, and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God, rather than burnt offerings. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Raise us up, O God, that we may live in your presence. Now I'm holding out for happy reading. Well, we've got Acts chapter 5. Now many signs and wonders were done among the people through the apostles, and they were all together in Solomon's portico. None of the rest dared to join them, but the people held them in high esteem. Yet more than ever, believers were added to the Lord, great numbers of both men and women, so that they even carried out the sick into the streets and laid them on cots and mats in order that Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he came by. A great number of people would also gather from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all cured. Then the high priest took action, he and all who were with him, that is, the sect of the Sadducees. Being filled with jealousy, they arrested the apostles and put them in the public prison. But during the night... An angel of the Lord opened the prison doors, brought them out and said, Go stand in the temple and tell the people the whole message about this life. 
When they heard this, they entered the temple at daybreak and went on with their teaching. When the high priest and those with him arrived, they called together the council and the whole body of the elders of Israel and sent to the prison to have them brought. But when the temple police went there, they did not find them in the prison. So they returned and reported, We found the prison securely locked and the guards standing at the doors. But when we opened them, we found no one inside. Now when the captain of the temple and the chief priests heard these words, they were perplexed about them, wondering what might be going on. And someone arrived and announced, Look, the men whom you put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. Then the captain went with the temple police and brought them, but without violence, for they were afraid of being stoned by the people. That's a little bit cheerier. <laughs> Forsake me not, O Lord. Be not far from me, O my God. Forsake me not, O Lord. Be not far from me, O my God. Make haste to help me. O Lord of my salvation, be not far from me, O my God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Forsake me not, O Lord, be not far from me, O my God. Give your people knowledge of salvation, O God, by the forgiveness of all their sins. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, you shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and under the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Give your people knowledge of salvation, O God, by the forgiveness of all their sins. And so on this Friday morning, we give thanks for the gift of another new day for the week which has just passed 
And we give thanks that even though we are in different places, over these past few months, we have shared the privilege of morning prayer and prayer together. With a sense that even though we are dispersed, we are never alone, that you are with us and that we are surrounded in prayer from all different parts across the country and sometimes even the world. And so we give thanks for the privilege of worshipping together, even for those times where when we sit down and we're not sure that we're ready to do that. And when we are soothed and calmed by your presence with us. We give thanks for the variety of readings which we have had and which we will continue to have. For the story of your ever-growing and continuing love and presence with your creation throughout the world. We pray for today and all the tasks which we have to fulfil, some of which we know and some of which we are still to discover. And we pray that however mundane they may seem, they will still be honour to you and that they hold you at the centre of what we are doing and that your love is at the centre of it all. We pray for all those who we will meet or talk with or email or text or WhatsApp, those who we will call, bump into at the ends of gardens, for those who are on our hearts and on our minds. We give thanks for relationships and connections, especially during this lockdown time when there has been an ever-growing sense of relationship with each other, even though many of us have not met together for many months. We continue to pray for our world and for all its needs, not just with the virus, but with um, civil unrest, with politics, with so many different things, with the economy and the environment, and so we pray for your creation and for your world. We continue to pray for a vaccine for this virus, giving thanks for those who are working so hard to keep us safe, those who are working so hard to find a vaccine. And we continue to give thanks for all those who are working in shops and businesses, in funeral directors and care homes, we give thanks for dedication and love and service. We continue to pray for our schools and their students and staff, those who have received results and those BTEC students still waiting for results. We pray for a continuing order out of chaos. And we pray for the term ahead, that it will be safe and purposeful and good. 
And finally, today we pray for Anna and Martin as they prepare to get married tomorrow. We pray for their wedding rehearsal. We pray for all those who are traveling from Martin's family and Anna's family. Not many, but special guests, people who it is good for them to be there. So we pray for all the final preparations being made. And we pray that they will know that you are with them every step of the way in this new direction in their lives. And so whether we know Martin or and Anna or not, we give thanks for love, love with each other. We pray and give thanks for your love for us. And we pray that we can show your love with all we meet. Amen. Let your merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of your humble servants, and that they may obtain their petitions, make them to ask such things as shall please you, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. So apart, we are still able to come together in prayer and let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our, our Father, Father, who art in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy, thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy, thy will, will be done, be done on, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.